Welcome back to Hour 2 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Here with our guest, uh, Steve Fuzon. Did I get it right that time, I wonder? It's close enough, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Looks like Fusion. I think Fusion every That's time I it. see that name. I literally Steve had, Fusion. That sounds kind of cool, don't it? I, I literally had the, uh, the New Mexico Department of Motor Vehicles put Fusion on my license. <laughs> Steve Fusion. <laughs> yep. I still have the I still have the license. I had to go back in. I didn't see it when it <laughs> So talking about this uh, this weaponization of government. And uh, by the way, 505-444-5059 if you're watching on the live stream. If you're listening on KDAZ, uh, that is a playback of our Friday live stream. Anyway, um, so the Matt Taibbi, they were uh, they were interviewing him in Congress because, uh, you know, the House is interested in hearing about this weaponization of government. And I've I've been talking about the the Twitter files for weeks now, and in which the federal government was literally running Twitter and telling them what who to cancel, who to silence, and what propaganda to push. So, I've got this really great clip about that particular thing, and it's, uh, let's see, what is it here? I got it. Um, yeah, Greta Van Susteren on Newsmax was talking about this. I want you to hear this in case you guys haven't heard this. And on Thursday, independent journalist Matt Taibbi and author Michael Schellenberger testified before the House Judiciary Select Committee on the weaponization of the federal government. Taibbi and Schellenberger, both journalists, published the Twitter files that they received from a source. In the hearing, Congresswoman Stacey Plaskett, non-voting member from the Virgin Islands, blasted both men saying this. The Republicans have brought in two of Elon Musk's public scribes to release cherry-picked, out-of-context emails and screenshots designed to promote his chosen narrative, Elon Musk's chosen narrative that is now being parroted by the Republicans because the Republicans think that these witnesses will tell a story that's going to help them out politically. Award-winning independent journalist Matt Taibbi joins me. Good evening, sir. And I wanted to talk to you because, and I played that soundbite, because I must say, I thought it was outrageous uh, the way you were treated before that committee. Um, you were testifying as a journalist, and I don't know how you characterize that experience, but you, what did you think about it? Uh, Greta, I thought it was surreal, frankly. Um, we expected to have a, a serious conversation about the material, which, frankly, is neither specifically a right nor a left issue, but instead, like an episode of Veep broke out. It was crazy. Uh, they mostly spent the entire time going after uh, the motives of both myself and Mr. Schellenberger. Uh, the words of the day were cherry-picked money and Elon Musk, and apart from that, they're really 
really was no content to uh, a lot of the discussion. All right, well, one of the other words they have for you is a so-called journalist. Listen to this. This is Congresswoman Stacey Plaskett referring to you and Schellenberger as so-called journalist. Americans can see through this. Musk is helping you out politically, and you're going out of your way to promote and protect him and to praise him for his work. This isn't just a matter of what data was given to these so-called journalists before us now. Now, I want to pause this for a minute. Okay, so-called journalists. Okay, look at what's been going on over the past few years in which legitimate, credible uh, doctors, scientists have been trying to speak out about the effectiveness of masks or the lack of lack of effectiveness, that is, and the dangers of these mRNA experimental injections. And they are still silencing these people. They are still doxing these people. You know, I and and yet these so-called fact checkers uh, without confirming any of their credentials about their uh, uh, qualifications to actually be fact-checking world-renowned scientists and doctors and saying, oh, what you're saying is false information and it's disinformation. And so therefore, you are not going to be allowed to be heard. This is, but yet... If you have a left-wing idiot in mainstream media, they are considered journalists. Now, this information that Matt Taibbi has been uh, sharing on the Twitter files, which I have been talking about, they have been talking about actual communications between the government, the FBI mainly, but also government officials in which they were instructing Facebook to spread propaganda. Oh, you need to find more Russians. You're not finding enough Russians. We got to keep up this Russian narrative. Anyway, I'm going to continue this because this is a really good one. There are many legitimate questions about where Musk got the financing to buy Twitter. So-called journalists. Well, tell me, I got to tell you, um, I would have loved to have gotten those Twitter files before you and would have been honored to be a, quote, so-called journalist, if that's what it is to uh, to get to get a big story and to break it. Um, tell, um, tell me this. Have any news organizations supported you? Come out publicly and said Matt Taibbi and, and uh, Mr. Schellenberger were doing their job as journalists. They got information and they published it. Out of the mainstream journalists, uh, apart from the uh, the conservative media, none, and w- which is really remarkable. Again, because these stories are clearly newsworthy; they're not particularly partisan. The bulk of them, um, and these attacks on myself and Mr. Mr. Schellenberger, it's the kind of thing that drove the mainstream media wild when Donald Trump was in office. There would have been days and days of headlines about this kind of thing back then. Now there's total unconcern about it, but I've been really troubled throughout this entire period uh, by the lack of kind of esprit de corps among reporters about the story. Normally when you get a big story, you want the cavalry to come to help investigate it, and nobody did, and, and I think that's been a very troubling aspect. So, and while Matt Taibbi was in Congress talking about the weaponization of the federal government, his home was being raided unannounced 
by the IRS. Now, unannounced and unprovoked. Unprovoked. And apparently, the excuse they're using, oh, yeah, there were a mistake, a couple of mistakes on a, a couple of his previous tax returns. Okay, let me tell you something, people. IRS agents do not show up at your house because of mistakes on a couple of your tax returns. From years ago. Years ago. IRS agents show up to your house after they've exhausted all other options, and they've sent you lots of letters in the mail. They haven't called you on the phone, by the way. If you get phone calls on the phone uh, claiming somebody is with the IRS, they're not with the IRS. Hang up on them immediately. Okay? The IRS does not contact you that way. The IRS sends you letters, and if it gets really serious, they'll send you a certified letter in the mail. Okay? That's when you know, oh, I'm really getting in trouble. I need to read this. And only after they have exhausted all of those possibilities, and the IRS has, has, has given up on trying to contact you by mail, then they show up at your office with IRS agents. That's when they show up. They don't show up because of mistakes on a couple of your tax returns. But I'll tell you when they do show up nowadays, they show up at your door when they're going to harass you. Or, oh, you're stepping out of line. Do you think it's just a coincidence that the FBI agents show up unannounced to search Matt Taibbi's home while at the same time he was testifying in Congress about the weaponization of it's ironic really about of the federal government i personally don't think so and i've been saying this all along i think that they were sending a message i think joe biden and his bunch of cronies and the corrupt biden regime were sending a message to matt taibbi and probably even a message to the house and the message would be, the deep, straight, deep state is in control. We are out in the open. We don't care if you know we're out in the open now because we have control of this country. And if you screw with us, we are going to take you down. And there isn't anything you can do about it. What do you think, Steve? I, you I think, think I'm on with that? Correct. Yeah, they, it was it was all about chilling chilling speech once again and uh, witness intimidation. I believe um, they, they their official. Um, but when Matt actually got back to them um, and asked them why they were there, it had nothing to do with the tax returns. He said they said there was no financial reason. He's fine financially, but that there was an identity theft problem. That they were investigating, apparently. Right. No I, warrant. Right. No but warrant. They show up at no his prior door warnings. No previous on letters. On the day of. On the day of. What a coincidence, right? right. <clears throat> By the way, everybody, I managed to get the Rumble link back up and running. It's like next week we're going to get that down perfectly. But Rumble is up and running now. And um, so I would suggest, if possible, you go to the Rumble link because I really wouldn't count on Facebook uh, continuing to, uh, <laughs> to, to air my broadcast because Facebook, I mean, they just they censor everything. Uh, there again, the number, if you want to call in and join the conversation, is 505-444-5059. Just got the phones working today, and uh, they seem to be working really well so far from our caller that we've had so far. So, the GOP in the House, uh, Jim Jordan specifically, he's a patriot as far as I'm concerned. He's one of the good guys. He sure is. He is. Um, He is demanding that the IRS provide them with the documents uh, as to why 
Matt Taibbi's house was was raided. I think they give him too much time, don't they have until April right. the 10th to do that? They should have the documents there already. Like, they can give him time to change them or whatever. There's probably some ridiculous uh, yeah. rule in place that says they have a certain amount of time. Mm. I mean, if it was up to me, I'd say I want that stuff on my desk by morning. That's right. Correct. So it, he should have had it in his hand when he showed up at the door. Yeah, yeah. So it's not not some secret. They don't. They they they're not allowed secrets. No, so. they're not. <laughs> right? Yeah. So if they had a reason. If there was a compelling reason to show up at his door, they should have had the the reason in their hand to to be able to at least have their consensual discussion with him. And immediately, they could just immediately just attach it to an email and That's send like, it to Jim. Oh yeah. This is, this, but no, they're going to stall. No. They're going to stonewall him. They're gonna, they, they don't want to talk about this because we all know the reason why. Right. It's all about intimidation. Right. And weren't they saying, yeah, that uh, they were worried about him being involved in identity theft? Yep. Like if they really cared, you know, <laughs> if anybody robbed you your identity or anything, right. that's like not the, their job. Right. Yeah, that's, that's not, not the IRS. The, no. 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 And, and, and we talked about this, uh, I, I don't know, months ago when they were talking about funding these additional 87,000 armed armed IRS agents. Well, why do they want to do that? Well, we're just going to go after those rich people that are are not paying their fair share. It's like, yeah, right. You really believe that? So here's my tinfoil hat theory. Go for it. On the whole IRS, is that they're there to target small cash based people people that take cash because what they're trying to do this is another globalization you know tinfoil hat theory of mine but uh what they're trying to do is move to the central bank digital currencies for everybody so that they can absolutely control all humans ability to spend money if you can't buy groceries because they suspend your account then they have ultimate absolute control over you that's what they're going for and in my humble opinion. <laughs> no, I think you're right. You know, there was something there was something that somebody sent over to me the other day. I think it was Amazon or something about something to do with uh, um, to providing like a like a your palm or something uh, to make purchases, bypassing credit cards, cash, uh, all of that stuff. It's like Wow, that seems like that's just right. heading in the direction of you know what, right? Absolutely. And yeah. the, and COVID was a test of that. It was. If you don't have your immunization card, you can't purchase things from this site or whatever. Right. New York City, you weren't allowed to do anything without the permission that that card gives you. Oh, well, you weren't even allowed to travel with a passport or anything. No. Yeah. Full control. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. So an interesting story I saw here, too, and you're talking about tinfoil hats, and, and this kind of leads me into this topic, of uh, Alex Jones. Now, I'm a fan of Alex Jones myself. Yeah, you are, too. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with everything he does No, not says, everything. But I don't agree with any, at least everything anybody it. does. Right. You know, I don't agree with everything Trump does, right. you know. But Alex Jones, now this, in my opinion, is a total attack on free speech. Absolutely. Okay. So Alex Jones had, during like uh, these school shootings that were occurring for a while, Sandy Hook is one of the ones that a lot of people know of. Um, he was making the claim, and I believe he is right, that he was saying that there were crisis actors at these um, at these shootings. Now, I don't believe, now maybe you can correct me on this, Steve, if you know anything. There, I don't believe he ever said these shootings never happened. 
because obviously they happened. There are witnesses that know they happened. What he was saying is that there were crisis actors at these sites, along with other uh, things like the bombing at the at the 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 the. the the race, what was that called, where people were running um, the, the marathon, Boston Marathon, Boston marathon <clears throat> where there were the same crisis actors at that as there was right. at Sandy Hook and other types of shootings. And so that's the claim he was making. Now, that kind of leads you to, to wonder about something. If there were crisis actors at these uh, locations of these shootings and these things that happened, then doesn't that kind of tell you that maybe these things were orchestrated? Absolutely. I mean, otherwise, how would the crisis actors have known to have been there? Almost every conflict in, that we know of that was started by a false flag operations. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's been a tactic, a technique as old as history since we've been writing it down. So... Basically, what they did was supposedly the family of the victims because of the damages they suffered. Well, I'm sorry. Alex Jones is not responsible for your, for your damages and your losses, okay? He simply was talking about the situation, which he has the right to do. He has the right, if he wants to, to outright lie and make up a total story if he wants to. One would think. That's his First Amendment mm. right. Correct. So they went after him for every cent he had, millions of dollars. Billions. Billions of dollars. They drained his, his company that he's spent probably a lifetime building, okay, yeah. his, his media organization. And apparently the judge went along with this. Yep. Now, now, I'm sorry – a judge is supposed to understand the Constitution, and laws are supposed to be enforced based on the Constitution. If somebody comes along to a guy like Alex Jones and says, I want to sue you for $300 million or whatever amount of money it was, not matter, it doesn't matter how much money it was. If I want to sue you for all this money because I don't like what you had to say and you hurt my feelings— that judge, if they're doing their job, should say, I'm sorry, but he has a constitutional right to say whatever he wants. This case is dismissed. Right? Correct. Well, it shouldn't even be able to be filed. Should, but it shouldn't the, even be allowed to be filed. It depends on the theory of, of law that they, you know, so they'll, they'll state courses of action in any kind of filing that they put out there. And so they went in like, you know, intentional infliction of emotional distress is probably one of the things. Sorry, I didn't talk into the mic again. Okay. IIED is a, is a, a tort, which is a, a civil wrong rather than a crime. Um, so when they bring their, their, their case in chief, what they're doing is they, they, they state in their, their initial pleading, um, the, every theory of tort, tortious act or, you know, negligence or any of that stuff that they can, they think that they can prove in court. And, uh, so if any of those things have the necessary elements, um, within their, initial pleading when they bring their course of action cause of action then it has to be heard so the judge can't just say oh well it's constitutionally protected so you don't get to bring your case but while they're actually <laughs> adjudicating the case yeah. they should be um the, the, you know the, the legal aspect should be followed the, the the constitutional guarantees should be 
should trump any sort of uh, you know personal injury. And that it's might, like there's no such thing no more, especially if it's a Democratic right. uh, judge. <laughs> they just make their own rules as they go along. I would think there would have had to have been a jury. I didn't watch the Jones trial. It was it, the the people were were pushing it out there. I don't. know. Did you guys see any portions of that? Mm-hmm. I'm one of these geeks that no, let's talk watches about it. trials yeah. all the time, but I I didn't watch it, oh, okay. so I don't know. I didn't see that one either. How they made their case or whatever, or if it was a travesty, but I don't hear him screaming too much about it now, and he's back on the air. They didn't kill him. No, they, they didn't kill him. But they definitely put put a hurt on him. And the message of that case was sent to you. Yeah. That was about telling you you shouldn't say the same things that Alex said. That's all I know. we don't like it. Right. So... So here's the thing is I, I noticed an article the other day, and this will, by the way, everybody, this will be posted in the show notes, which you can get from my website. Um, apparently, they found out he had money somewhere else, so now they're looking, they're going after that, too. They want to make sure that Alex Jones is drained of every cent he has, and he is completely destroyed so he, they can shut him up. Right. That is the goal here. Yep. And for all of and us to, to shut see you it. up, yeah, yeah. and exactly. to shut uh, shut all of us up. Yep, send a message to all of us. If you speak out and you say something we don't like, we're going to destroy you, just like Matt Taibbi, the IRS raiding his house. This is this is right. You know, if if there ever was a conspiracy, this is it. This is the cabal at work. Yep, and I am guessing that probably some lawyer that is part of all of that was the one pushing this whole thing with the family saying oh we need to go after this guy i can you know these oh god you know you ever heard the joke what 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 do you call 10 lawyers at the bottom of the ocean a good start a good start exactly <laughs> exactly oh yeah i worked in a law firm i was paralegal but uh <laughs> lawyer jokes are so it makes you wonder if these uh shootings that happen yeah like will we ever know like this thing that happened in tennessee with this woman going into this school and 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 trying to shoot the place up are we ever going to know uh the story behind that about what motivated her what motivated her are we ever going to know she paid by the fbi she had a manifesto and they had it within an hour of identifying who she was and they won't release it so i mean the chief of police made a had it you know said yeah we have a manifesto we we know why she did it but we're not going to you won't know why right but you're not going to know why until (laughs) but it doesn't fit their narrative i'm certain Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it paints, you know, the people in power's political position as something that's untenable and possibly dangerous. And therefore, we, we're, we're going to focus on the guns. We'll, we'll focus well, on they taking call, your 2A right. from you. Well, they call it gun and, violence. And, and tinfoil hat, mm-hmm. tinfoil hat again, yeah. they might have actually put her on the trail of doing this i i you know the whole if you go back to lee harvey oswald and all that you know what i mean right the whole false flag idea sure with a lot of these uh a lot of these school shootings they could have been you know uh, what do you call it uh agitator um well yeah i mean just there's like a specific word for well, it well just like but, the uh, thing um, with antifa right you know well, and j6 and yeah and i and you know i've talked about before about paid protesters mm-hmm. and and how you literally these people were probably paid 
you know, just like a lot of these people invading our country at the southern border, right. a lot of them are being paid. Right. I mean, we, we've seen video of them being given cash. They have been given some kind of motivation to leave their, their home country thousands of miles away and come all the way to the United States. Um, all of it, I, I think all of it's orchestrated. And I think that these shootings, I, I'm starting to think that they're orchestrated too. And just, I think Alex Jones was on to something when he was talking about the crisis actors, and that's why they had to shut him down. And they're still trying to shut him down. It's like, oh, you got more money, so we're well. We got to go after that too. I saw pictures of the. <clears throat> he's a he's he was like an eighteen year old kid at the time, but uh, he's he he's a two A activist, right? Mm-hmm. An anti two A activist, um, and he's at everything now. And they always interview him and everything. But that was the guy. I remember back when Sandy Hook actually happened, and Alex Jones was saying, "Oh, crisis actors," because he showed that same cat in like at three different places. And I believe that the narrative that I heard, and I'm not going to make any assertions because I don't want you to get in trouble, but. You can make assertions. <laughs> we got but, free speech, right? <laughs> right. Well, you'd, you'd, you'd like to think. Yeah. But I believe that they he that kid, that 2A guy, was saying that he was a relative of one of the Sandy Hook kids. At the, I, but that's just, uh, that's my memory, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting crotchety and old, so it's, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm not sure that the cobwebs are correct on that, so don't quote me, but... I seem to remember that that the the that the 18-year-old kid was saying that oh his nephew or somebody was shot in the thing and then like a week later or something there was another shooting he was at that one right and yeah, and yeah. that's what that's what Alec Jones and so I just kind of saw the headline blurb of it you know some clip or whatever but I associated that in my mind to this day and I don't know how they were able to prove a case about a cause of action against him and, and, and prove it be, you know, beyond a preponderance. Right? Well, and every time something happens, they always, uh, even Joe Biden the other day with the thing in Tennessee, I mean, the poor, before the bodies uh, were even cold, he was already pushing right. uh, gun control. In other words, gun confiscation is what their ultimate goal is. We all know that. Yep. That's they, why I'm convinced that they're being led to do it, you know, Paid, whatever. Well, and that's why I brought up the the idea of the crisis actors. I mean, Alex Jones showed photographic evidence of these people. One guy that supposedly got his uh, uh, that was dead, and then he right. showed up at another uh, thing after that, uh, alive and well. I guess he, I guess he got better. Right? It's a miracle. Yeah, right. that, that, it, it's that. a miracle. I'm pretty sure that's the same clip that I was talking about with the kid. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um. Just, just you know, crazy stuff. I mean, just it, the photos were obvious. Yes, that's the same person. So, are these things being orchestrated by the deep state, the cabal, whatever you want to call them, uh, to to try to get us to give up our guns, yeah. or 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 try to get the Republicans to. To pass laws to violate the Second Amendment and confiscate our weapons? Or just discredit Republican thought altogether? Yeah, I don't so know. Can... I don't know. Oh, well. Okay, so um, coming up, I got I got some, you know, I got some interesting things. We got some more news I want to talk about. But then at the same time, I want to talk about... Uh, 
contaminants in our food supply, and also it kind of it's kind of kind of dovetail into some interesting stuff I just stumbled across about the uh, the lab grown meats. <laughs> real kind of funny, kind of interesting. I don't know. Um, anyway, we'll be right back. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Don't go anywhere. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at perkinsprotectiontraining.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Hey, welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella like to uh, have you check out our live stream. If you're listening to this show on KDAZ on Saturday, check out our live streaming broadcast. We are on Rumble, and we even have a call-in line now, 505-444-5059 if you're listening live. And if you tune in uh, on uh, Friday mornings on Rumble, 9 a.m. to noon on Friday mornings, that's when we're on there. Also, check out uh, my website, freedomspeaknm.com. You can listen to replays of this show and any other show that we've done in the past. 
And also on the uh, front page of Freedom Speak NM, there is a Rumble link on there. So if you go on, that's the easiest way to get there. If you, uh, you know, go there on Friday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, Mountain Time, click on the Rumble link. It'll be one at the very top in progress. You just click on that and boom, there it is. There's our live streaming broadcast. And you can even see our see our pretty faces <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> You want to email us your questions and comments, email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Wow, we got our guest today with us, Steve Fuson. Steve Fusion. That's, Fusion. What, I'm, that's what I'm going to call you. They, Steve. they used to call Steve. me Food Dog. Food Dog. Yeah, the Guardian Lion. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, video is provided by... Um, Penfold Live right now. He's helping me out with the video, and we're we're slowly integrating our our own equipment into the studio for video. Um, in the meantime, he's teamed up with us, and he's doing a fantastic job on the video. Looks good today. We really appreciate him. Yeah. So, uh, talking about, I mean, the whole theme around today is government weaponization, tyranny. You know, I talked about how Matt Taibbi, of, you know, the, the journalist, he's an actual journalist, by the way, uh, has been, you know, releasing the Twitter files, and uh, the IRS is going after him now. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> I, uh, you know, the, I talked a while back about the, uh, the thing with the gas stoves, okay? California is like, I, I call it the People's Republic of California. I, I, they're the worst. And... They're not giving up on this thing. They want to make sure, okay, that everything is electric. They want everything to be electric nowadays. Why, and, why I, would that be, do you think? Oh, uh, here's my theory on that, okay? I think that they want everything electric so that they can have more control. Yep. That's what I think. Gas is freedom. Yep. You know, just like a gasoline-powered car is freedom. You know, they can... You know, a while back, they were telling people, oh, well, you can't charge your cars because, you know, we, we can't spare the power on the grid. And it seems like California is like the Petri dish of communism. They really are. I've got an interesting uh, clip here from actually Steve Hilton, and he was talking about this thing with the, with the gas stoves. I'm going to have you listen to this one. It's like... A couple of days ago, Fox Digital posted this report exposing an internal Biden administration memo showing that, yes, despite their denials in the face of public outcry, the Biden administration was absolutely looking to ban new gas stoves. So how do we explain this? After a recent clip from my new podcast, The Steve Hilton Show, was posted on Instagram, they censored it, blurred out the post. They called it false information. What did I say that was false? Here's the clip. This whole stove debate, to me, is just a classic example of this dynamic that seems to be, in, in many ways, the defining dynamic of our politics and policy and governance these days, which is that the, the left, the neo-totalitarian, technocratic left, propose something totally crazy, and then when normal people say, hang on a second, that doesn't make any sense, we don't want to do that, they get accused of being the extremists. And just in the same way with this stove issue, when, when they propose, and they did propose, a national ban 
on gas stoves and people object to it. They say, oh, here come the, you see the headlines, all of it. Here come the Republicans, the latest in their culture war. They did propose a national ban on gas stoves, I said. They did. Instagram, that great oracle of truth, the people who censored you if you told the truth about masks, lockdowns, vaccines, or the origins of the pandemic, they said, Biden administration wants to ban gas stoves. False claim. Who do they rely on for this fact check? Turns out a partisan news outlet, USA Today. So let's fact check them, shall we? First, the ban on gas stoves is not some wild conspiracy theory. Democrats are already doing it. And I should know it started here in California, where I live, Berkeley in 2019, then San Francisco, Los Angeles, Sacramento, San Diego. Then it spread to the East Coast, Boston, New York State. This is real. It is happening. Second, the memo dated October the 25th, 2022, from Richard Trumka Jr., who Biden put on the five-person Consumer Product Safety Commission. The title of the memo is Notice of Proposed Rulemaking, Proposing Ban on Gas Stoves, Indoor Air Quality. The memo states, quote, the need for gas stove regulation has reached a boiling point. See, they can make puns too. CPSC has the responsibility to ban consumer products that emit hazardous substances. There is sufficient information available for CPSC to issue an NPR in FY 2023 proposing to ban gas stoves in homes. So how many years have gas stoves been around? Wait, wait. <laughs> Decades? Yeah. I don't know. And you notice that they always tell years. you it's for your health. We're doing this for your health. Right. Well, and the other thing that the, the guy in the interview, he said um, <clears throat> 108 million water heaters. Closer to the mic there, 108 Steve. million water heaters and furnaces in the Bay Area significantly impact our air quality, <laughs> resulting in dozens of early deaths and wide range of health impacts, particularly in communities of color. What does that tell you? <laughs> right? So it's, it's always health. asserted but never supported by evidence mm-hmm. or even theory. Right. What, what's the theory that gas stoves and water heaters particularly attack people of color? Yeah, exactly. Well, there again, it's pushing that whole concept of uh, where they're trying to they're trying to build division. Right. They're trying to actually, you know, racism was completely on its way out. It was, it was, at least in this country. I mean, I can't, I've been to a lot of, I haven't been to other countries to know, but racism was on its way out. And what they've been trying to do is they've been trying to fire it back up again by pointing out, oh, well, you're black. So obviously you're more susceptible to these evil gas stoves. (laughs) Really? I, just, I don't even get the theory. Not it's, really. it's literally just virtue signaling. Well, and they'll never produce any actual scientific evidence to back that right. up. Because there isn't any. There isn't any. They they make these claims, you know, just like, and, and here's the problem. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, <clears throat> real nice lady, not going to mention names, but she had come down with a case of COVID, okay? Uh, it was... She was better in a couple of days. COVID's not a big deal, people, by the way. Um, Especially if you have a decent doctor that will provide you with therapeutics like ivermectin. It actually works, people, let me tell you. It actually works. I know I have friends that have taken it, and they're better in a day or two. It's like it works really well. Yeah, you too? Yeah. So, But they don't want you to have that because they would rather you have – something that they want you to have and 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 they and they make these claims 
uh, demonizing ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, and I know exactly what you're thinking there, too. It's, it's, it's this weird combination of things going on, okay? You have the deep state that wants total control over all of us, that wants to tell us all what to do. They want a world government. They want a world religion. They want to control all the money. They want everything to be digital so that, <clears throat> so that they can... They can turn on and off your money whenever they want, and then you have the greedy pharmaceutical companies that are, are looking for a way to make money. Well, or the greedy exec, or not executives, but ownership of the that pharmaceuticals are just one of the ways they make money. So it's a, it, the, the whole there's a larger umbrella even higher than that. Insurance, banking, pharmaceuticals oil and gas yada yada yeah all of that all of that (laughs) so they're trying to say don't say anything against um our theory but so we we want everyone to think the same way they want this group think thing going on however we want division at the same time because if we have unity amongst the populace then we can't take them we don't have enough power to take them yeah, but and you know the only thing that they are paying attention is like to the rep- reparations that they're going to give you, giving each person like three hundred eighty thousand, <laughs> and then they thought maybe they deserve a little bit more. Depends how far back the great great grandfather was a slave. Five, five, five million. Five, I saw the is five million. About in San for each person. I, I know. I read that. I mean, they're talking about giving each person like millions of dollars and it's like and what they're doing is somehow somehow these people in california that have never owned a slave in their entire life right oh uh people that were never a never a slave in their entire life somehow owe them reparations and they're fighting for it like if they really deserve it right of course they are well, yeah. I, I mean, five billion, I'd I, fight too. I, yeah, a lot of people are. Oh, you want to give me that money? I don't care if I believe in this or not, but I do believe in getting a lot of money. I'll fight for this. Yeah. So what they do is they is they control people through their greed, and 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 people can literally be bought. Right. First of all, California and they're went, and they're ginning up more racism. Right. Exactly. First of all, California became a state in 1850. The gold rush started in 1848. Right. So uh, at in 18 <laughs> slaves were not brought to California until the gold rush to work the mines. The, in 1852, there were approximately 300 black slaves. 300. 300. Right. And of course, prior to 1850, it was basically Mexico. Yeah. So it wasn't <laughs> even right. the United States. I mean, Chinese have a much much higher claim on San Francisco money reparations than 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 uh, black slaves, um, but uh, at at the height there were like seventeen thousand um, total slaves in the entire you know the, the boundaries of current California. Yeah, and. Right now, there's maybe like I, I said they they said, and that was what like, around 1850. 52, yeah, 1852. <laughs> so let me think. 1852. How many years ago was that? That was uh, roughly 170 right. years ago. Cal- I, I don't think any of those people are still alive. Right. And California sent like 20,000 soldiers to fight in the Union Army, right against slavery. The whole thing. So all within a four-year period, apparently. The descendants, five generations hence, 
have accumulated the, a debt of $5 million, $97,000 a year guaranteed for like nine generations. Years, yeah. Right, 250 years mm-hmm. and a house, a free house. A do- for a dollar. Right. Yeah. Wow. Right. I think I I think I have some of that in my background. I have really curly hair. Do you think I'll qualify for that? Exactly. Move to California. Move to California. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was about ready to say that. So, I wonder how many people are going to move to California right. so that they can get the reparations. And how many businesses are going to move out of California so they don't have to pay the reparations? Right. So where's the tax base coming from if we're not if we're not working? Free stuff's great and all, but it has to come from somewhere. So California, when all They're this is said and done, bankrupt. is going to end up with a state full of freeloaders and no businesses. Which they already have. Yeah. It's, it, 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 if you look at it, it's already happening. The, 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 the San Francisco, do you, you want to go on vacation in San Francisco, walk the streets, go to Chinatown? Is that going to happen anymore? Well, everywhere Good you walk, you're wondering whether every, you're going to step in a pile of poop. Right, yeah. right. It's you know. just if you, if you look at any of the current video coming from you know L.A., Oakland, San Francisco, any you know Berkeley, it, they're shanty towns. They're they're homeless camps. I mean, it lines the streets. And the homeless are the Americans because right. the immigrants all get a nice check right. to be there. It's just crazy. <clears throat> it's unbelievable. Okay, so so when it crashes, is that their incentive to look to China? To bail them out to implement the full-on communist yeah. idea. No, I, I mean, I, trying to crash. I it. think everything they are doing is to uh, is to create division, right? To create chaos and to dis- destroy our country, right? That that's what it's all about, and they're and they're throwing everything at it. I mean, right. everything. I mean, they're throwing every little bit of mud against the wall that they have and, and just seeing what'll stick. Yeah. You know, like the thing right now with the, uh, the whole thing with the attack on children, okay, in which they're trying to, they basically want to neuter all of our children if possible. That's their goal. Uh, now, me started. the thought of that, it, it just makes me ill to think about this. Um, but... There again, not only that's 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 like at least a two prong attack here. Okay, they're trying to neuter our children, which will potentially uh, wipe out a good portion of our next of the next generation. We'll have a bunch of kids that aren't able to have babies or make babies, and then at the same time, they are attacking. They are taking a cause, and I've talked about this before. They're taking a cause and weaponizing it, like. They're blaming it on the gay community, okay? The gay community, they're all evil, okay? Because they're pushing this transgender agenda, which they're really not. Right. You know, as a matter of fact, there's been a number of uh, of gay groups that have come out and says, hey, we're against this. As right. a matter of fact, they've <clears throat> actually got campaigns where they're going, it's like, we're against this. We're not for this. Even old school transgender. No. You know, no, it, they're not either. They're not in they're not about that. That's like what you're doing is you're making everybody hate us. Right. It's a you mockery. Know? It's a mockery of their existence. It is. It's it, it, it literally they're they're lampooning womanhood. They're lampooning LGB LGB. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they are. La- they're they're lampooning T. Yeah. Real deal teal. Yeah, there are a few of them out there, and they're right. and they're going and they're demonizing them too. And then what they're managing to accomplish here is they're taking they're managing to weaponize the extreme right 
against these groups. So they got everybody at each other's throats. Right. And they're making life miserable for everyone, but that's the goal. Yep. You know, people, if you think that these these deep staters, these Democrats mostly uh, in the government are doing this stuff because they care about the children or right. they care about the gay community or, even or they know care about, about these poor transgender children, which virtually don't exist, but they're creating them. It's like, oh, well, you're just, you're, you know, you're a girl and, and you're a tomboy or you're masculine. So obviously right. you need to have surgery. At age three. At age three. That's right. And the frightening thing is that they can take them to California from any state and start them on the process without the parents' knowledge and consent. They don't even know where their kids are. So the narrative behind this is always, oh, there's a genocide going on towards the trans community. Have you guys, have anyone heard of any specific examples of any of this stuff? I, I've never seen no. any vitriol. I know a lot of really, I'm, I'm kind of like a really center libertarian, yeah. right, in yeah. my thing. I'm not one way or the other. But I have a lot of friends that are radical this way, radical that way. And... I don't even hear them talking about, you know, oh, they, we need to wipe them out or anything like that. No. I haven't heard of any real attacks other no. than from their own people to their own people. The shooting in the nightclub in Denver. Yeah. That was one of them doing that, you know. <laughs> and so I don't see how it's, uh, I mean, their narrative is always so there's this genocide. You're committing this horrible genocide against women. Well, who's degrading women, really? Right. I mean, who is? Right. Well, the the attack on women's sports. It's like, oh, we got to get these men into women's sports, you know, because you know that they identify, and it's like, well, we can't have them, you know, we got to be inclusive. Right. It, it all it all falls into that nonsense with the inclusiveness stuff right. too. That all that trust me, that is a weapon against us too. Sorry about that. Had to do that. So. By the way, everybody, if you're listening to the live stream on Friday, the phone number, if you want to call in and join the conversation, is 505-444-5059. And we are streaming on on Rumble now. I fixed that problem. Sorry about the first hour on Rumble there. But uh, it, it, everything's getting better every week. <laughs> you, you wouldn't believe what the studio looks like. You wouldn't believe what I'm seeing from where I'm sitting here. It's like we have equipment everywhere it's it's surrounding me <laughs> every nook and cranny <laughs> yeah, <we do. laughs> so anyway um oh more train derailments what do you think is going on with that it's like i i saw a couple articles you know we had the thing in east palestine it happened where i mean that was just a serious mess i mean that i i saw the 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 pictures of that i mean it looked like a big mushroom cloud had had come up i mean it was it was awful and the people in this town are still suffering from that but now we had more train train derailments i caught a couple of, and these didn't really get talked about all that much on the on the news <clears throat> there was a big derailment derailment in uh, north dakota 70 train car 70 cars derailed north dakota another one uh, let's see in minnesota the, the train derails. What's with all these derailments? I think they're trying to poison their water, poison all their, the water, because water is life. And if you don't have water, you can't stay there. I mean, and people will stay there because they can't afford to move, so they'll just die. 
Well, not only that, but it, it could be a, uh, an attack on our infrastructure. I mean, yep. we move a lot of, uh, of freight on rail in this country. Um, and, you know, what they do is they, they once these trains derail, like, like in East Palestine, they just start running trains through there again. Mm-hmm. I mean, within hours. Hours. It's like, okay, what caused that? It's like, do we not care about what caused that? Are we not going to do anything about it? You know, as a pilot, we don't have, you know, look at the, look at the, um, like the airline industry. We don't have planes crashing every day. And, and I would think that if anything, that that, you know, flying through the air at 30, 40,000 feet would be more prone to having something go wrong than just a train on a rail. I mean, you just... Well, the, the airplane's not carrying toxic chemicals. The, that's why the well, airplane Well, unless we're talking crash. about chemtrails. You well, know. Yeah, now we're going to <laughs> <laughs> get into the chemtrails now. Yeah. Put that tinfoil hat <laughs> back on there, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> so, shout out to my uh, our mutual friend, Art, if you're listening. Hi, Art. Hey, Art, yeah. Um, he believes... That this is uh, a China thing, that th- that you know the with the weather balloons getting over Montana, the whole that whole thing. He right, thinks right. that the de- train derailments are direct attacks on infrastructure to weaken us for an upcoming pending ground war with China. <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. You know, and, it- and 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 as far as we know, um, you know, like my guest, uh, I had Michael. Tachias I had on with me last week. Oh, that's an interesting note I want to point out. Um, that uh, that my friend Michael Tachias, okay, last week he was on with me. We talked about some really controversial things when it has to do with what the government's up to. Ever since he has been on my show with me last week, he's been getting uh, prank phone calls. He's, he's been losing connections on his phone. It appears that he is cur- currently under attack. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 all about uh, trying to silence. But but you know the trains. I mean, why are there not some serious investigations going on here? It's like okay, if you have a perfectly functioning train and a perfectly and a track that's in in well maintained condition, you shouldn't ever have a derail, derailment. You know, just like airliners, you, you don't see them crashing. You, you rarely ever have a have a uh, a commercial airline crash. Matter of fact, you don't have a lot of airplane crashes at all. You know, I I, I know when I had my own plane, I had a little Cessna. You know, and uh, the even even for private pilots with your own little plane, every year you have to go through a very very costly annual inspection in which every nut and bolt on that plane is inspected, and if anything looks like it is even close to wearing out, it gets fixed or replaced. You know, and the airline industry is even more so that. So, what's the deal with the trains? I, well, I heard, I googled it actually, that they've had like seven seven train derailments per month or something. To the, I mean, it's an outrageous number. Yeah. But they weren't, they didn't, weren't carrying like the toxic chemicals. Yeah. But t- train derailments are pretty common. So, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. So why, you know, why is that allowed to continue? 
I'd imagine that because they're a huge industry that they, they and they're kind of quasi-governmental too, right? The railroad has yeah, its own they gig, are. you know what I mean? They, they are. Like they have their own retirement plan, like the post office. Mm-hmm. I believe that they're quasi-governmental, so they have enough power to ignore safety. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I really do. I have one friend who worked for the rail, who's a retired railroad, and he uh, was jumping off a. He degraded his knee and his ankle by jumping on and off trains because he did a run from like uh, Colorado Springs to Wyoming and back to the mining thing. Right. And uh, he, when he got workman's comp and then he got retirement disability retirement the railroad cops followed him around for 10 years taking pictures of him to try to catch him um you know being fraudulent about his injuries okay and yeah and they and they literally tried to revoke his retirement a couple of times and he had to go and sit in an administrative hearing and the whole so they have power they (laughs) <laughs> See, it, it doesn't seem like there, you know, it doesn't seem like there's the equivalent of the FAA when it comes to the trains. You know, yeah, like the know. FAA, they enforce these inspections and safety standards and things like that. And that's why you don't have planes crashing all the time. You know, except for recently when uh, somehow they've just ignored uh, the fact that uh, uh, almost every pilot is out there uh, with an experimental injection in their body and and we have pilots now that are that are keeling over in the cockpit um even the faa is is getting to where it can't be relied on anymore so coming up in the final hour i want to talk about the contaminants in the food supply we'll talk about that first um you had some information about drinking water that was kind of interesting, Steve. And uh, some interesting uh, new facts I've come up with about this lab-grown meat that they're trying to push on us. It's like you're going to be really surprised by that one. And then we got Twitter Files Release 15 we're going to talk about. And then who knows what else we'll, we'll come up with. But anyway, don't, uh, don't go anywhere. And... Um, Wow, you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. And by the way, uh, our number, our call-in number that we have now is 505-444-5059 if you're watching us on the live stream. And by the way, um, sorry about the first hour of the Rumble live stream. A little technical issue, which we'll have fixed by next next week but we are up and running on on rumble now so you can watch us live streaming on rumble and probably facebook unless they've cut us off already so and if you're listening to us on kdaz 96.9 fm am 700 in albuquerque thank you for listening we will be right back